Dean, after years, and I mean literally years, of trying to get this show to happen, it, we're here. It's, it's, it's now. A lot of agents back and forth, lawyers, <laughs> signing legal documents. It's been a wild ride. Dude, I had to send a facsimile this week, Dean. Just to get this, just to get the ball Old rolling. <laughs> yeah, so several SMS text messages. Right, Manny? Dude, he'll send an SMS text <laughs> message, he'll send a fax, and he gets checks. I don't know where the he'll call I'll be sending wolves. <laughs> Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockett, the artillery power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Manny. I'm TC. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian. Brian. I'm Brian. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I'm man, Chris. That was, that was the best cold open that I think. <laughs> that was the best opening I think we've ever done. Yeah. Welcome to this week's very special episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to take a second to thank our friends over at Wano Scrapyard at One Six Corner. We have, honestly, the coolest show I think that we've ever had in almost 150 episodes. The Six Scale Scavengers are joining us live on CW. Uh, we're going to chat our normal uh, show stuff. We got We actually have a ton of news to talk about. And it's going to be an interesting show because Brian, Chris, and TC don't collect a lot of what we talk about, so it'll be a new experience for them. Uh, we are going to be, I think, we're going to try to be on our best behavior today, and uh, so hopefully they'll come back. It's going to be and, uh, Yeah, no, it's, we, got, we got buttons if, if people get out of control. And, uh, Dean, before we get into that, we have the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, you ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, so what'd you get new this week? Everybody loves this segment. Um, I had a really good week, actually, on Mercari. Um, I got these Bring Arts uh, Square Enix from Near Automata 2B and 9S, like the main characters of the game. Uh, I think they retail for like 115 or 120 each. I got them both for 110 shipped. Did you say nice. Near Automata 2B and NX? 2B and 9S. That's their oh, okay. names. They're oh, like, okay. They're like I had a Galaxy 9S once. That's pretty good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but I got a pretty sick deal, and the figures I wanted anyway, because I have the 1.0 of uh, 2B, and it's it's okay, but this one comes with so much more stuff, and the articulation is better, so super stoked. And then this is probably going to be my figure of the year, honestly. Wow. The Bandai Chikokin... VF1S Roy Fokker special Robotech. Hmm. This thing is, or Macross, I guess it's uh, marketed that way. This thing is flawless. Like, literally flawless. If you're looking for the perfect figure, it's, it, this is it. 
yeah. Uh, if you remember one of those after darks that we did, we tried to order this live at 4 a.m. our time. Uh, immediately sold out. Like, literally, I was on the page, clicked, add the cart, it was sold out. Um, and by that point, all the other websites were also sold out, so I was shit out of luck. Um, Jesus. So. <laughs> Watch your profanity. I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> sorry. We'll have sorry. to explain they're never, later they're never gonna come. They're never going to come back. Dude. I'm sorry, Brian. I we'll, said we'll, we'll explain Four minutes later. Why? Uh, keep keep no. dropping them. <laughs> yeah, so, Sean, Sean wants me to drop one later. I might just to dude, honor. No, that would be no. so good if you did. Best of the year, probably. Um, yeah. So I paid more than I wanted to, but here it is, and I'm super stoked. It's only going to get more expensive. Uh, the one I bought last year, I got it for four hundred. It's already over five. So this, nice. I was like, this is only going to keep going up, dude. Way past Crazy. three. So I'm glad I got it now. Uh, but that's that's all I got new this week. I got something else in the mail, but I haven't actually got it in hand, so I'll save that for next week. What about you, Manny? Um, so I kept it horror this week. I got the uh, Toonie Terrors Reagan from The Exorcist. Oh. It's a pretty cool figure. Comes Is it a two hand heads or just... No, that's throw up, I think. It almost looked like a hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I was like, I don't remember that part of the movie. And then um, I talked about this on After Dark, but I got the Halloween 4... Uh, Michael Myers. Hey. And I have uh, actually coming in this week, I have Halloween 5. So uh, a video will be up soon on that. But that's really all I got. Nice. What manufacturer is that? This is Trick or Treat Studios. Hmm. A dude, uh, a solid price point, too. How much dude, is this guy? I, um, he was 160 So, I mean, it's kind of. I guess it doesn't come with a stand or like a lot of accessories, but when you think about it, you're paying 160 for a one six scale Michael Myers. So it's like that. Yeah, because before, yeah, yeah they, before this, a custom one was five or six hundred dollars. Yeah, um, but the first Tots Michael Myers wasn't he like 120? 120, and then uh, four and five are 160, and then the Halloween 2018, which is going to be like hot i think that one's 180 so their prices oh, wow. are all over the place i don't know yeah. why yeah well i'm excited to get my own michael myers soon whoa yeah tease how are those with get? accessories um you literally get uh you get three hands and a knife uh it's not the best but i, I mean knife, they're, yeah. i mean you couldn't really get a, a halloween for michael myers like from any without having it custom made what <laughs> did you uh did you body swap that one yet or are you going to no um for these i probably won't for the 2018 i'll probably try and find something closer to the bruce banner body um but in 2018 he's a little bit punchier so maybe some padding on a Same. on a normal body i don't know we'll see yeah my my 2018 was pretty pudgy too so what did you get this week brian I just got in my Hot Toys uh, Deluxe Mandalorian and Child, the hey. TMS 0115. I think it came in yesterday. Um, unboxed it during my lunch today. I'm in love with this freaking figure. It's uh, If I had it in hand last year when we did our award show, it would have definitely gotten the top spot. Like, I was a little worried about the... I'm only looking over here. I guess I missed the memo. I should have had it out of my case, but it's in my Magic case already. The the Grogu, 
I thought the Baby Yoda child. I thought it was going to be a little too cartoony, but in hand, it's it's so good. I can't stop looking at it. And it's nice to have the OG and the regular one right next to each other. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you had the OG. Oh, of course. So I I mean, wait for mine. I got mine from uh, Steven's Collectibles. I'm like chomping at the bit. Yeah, he should get he should get his in soon. So I I had mine from Sideshow. I don't really order from Sideshow all that much anymore, but. Yes, Mario. I fucking said. Oh, <laughs> language. <laughs> oh my god! I did, I, it just went over my head. I didn't even realize. <laughs> Anything oh is gosh. possible, dude. Oh my god! Anything dreams are coming dude, true. Dude, dreams are yeah, coming dude. true. <laughs> dreams come true. I just got that out of the way up, up front. So, but no, it's oh just gosh. it's an incredible, incredible figure. It's almost like he wanted to say it. <laughs> Like it's very free, Brian. Very I can't free. not say it. <laughs> 65 <laughs> episodes in. When in Rome? When in Rome? Yeah, right. Oh, it's not on our channel, so I can. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that's what that's my new this week. Yo, very so cool. to piggyback to ba- to piggyback on what uh, Brian said, so um, I also have the the um, the deluxe Mando, and I also have the original Mando, and it kind of it's weird because they included all the stuff that they should have included with the OG Mando with this. It new makes Mando, no so. sense. It makes so, no sense. Like I don't know if you could see it, but I have my OG Mando with pretty much everything that the that the deluxe one came with. Yeah, I did the same is, thing. I did the same um, thing, Manny. I don't know. It's just it's kind of annoying, but I guess people people were buying it, so I think it's like that typical Hot Toys thing. Like they always give you another version that kind of makes the first one more complete. They did it with mm-hmm. Luke. Um, they they do it all the time. So um, yeah. I'm You're not wrong. I'm tempted to sell my OG. I know Manny got like, what do you get? Like oh, 50, no, 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 50, no, no, no. 400 for yeah. years? Well, yeah, it was my father-in-law's, but I still have mine. So I'm thinking of, of uh, I really want to trade mine for uh, Endgame Thanos, but we'll see how that plays out. You don't think that's the move, Brian? No, you're going to want that original one. I think it's going to, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point it's like a $600 figure. Ooh, yeah, because I don't I see Hot think. Toys... I mean, I mean, I don't think he's going to go back to that to that armor anytime soon. So, I don't yeah. think Hot would do a reissue. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, and I just love the color contrast of the original to to that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to come out with a season two one so I can get the best car because the season one will hold me over until then, or the yeah. version one. I really want. I had the deluxe on pre order, and I was like, you know what? I could. I was there. I seen it when you canceled it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, right I dude. Everyone's pictures is making me wish I hadn't. Because <laughs> fuck, it looks good. Honestly. Yeah, pretty kind of disagree. Economist knows what he's at. Economist says OG Mando gonna land on Mars in like six months. Uh, Chris, what'd you <laughs> hey, get this week? Mars. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, I got I got a Mando Deluxe, but in a different scale. Hey. Oh, TBC. <laughs> he also got a bunch of supermodels' phone numbers. <laughs> Always on the daily, you know it. Um, and then I got Incinerator Trooper from our buddy um, Jared Mafex Mando. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dude. got those. And then also, um, I don't have them with me, but I've been uh, our buddy Raul from Six Scale Scavengers Group. He was paring down his print collection and he gave me a stack of prints, um, all Mandalorian inspired. So I framed up a bunch of those um, images of like Sabine Wren and Bo Katan and Django Boba. Sabine has no fucking like. <laughs> Watch your profanity. 
Dude, she has no business being that thick in that picture. Dude, for real. Uh, I, I, I saw you, you put you put them all on the wall, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I was like, god damn, Sabine. What are you doing here with all this ass? Yeah, right? Dude, we I know, need my wife hasn't too. made a comment yet, so. Oh, um, man. My wife won't let me get stuff like that. She's like, we need to uh, give a positive message for your daughter. I was looking at some anime statues. I was like, dude, whoa. Let's go look at it. Well, I put it, like, thick. in the... It's like in the corner of the stairwell to the basement, <laughs> so you don't really notice it unless you're yeah. walking up the stairs. Oh, I um, it. Dude, it's a nice, it's a really cool collage because, like you said, it's all like Mandalorian themed. So you got the Boba Fett with the Sarlacc, mm-hmm. uh, the Bo Katan. What's she holding? She's holding someone's helmet or just like a random helmet. She's got, um, yeah, jeez. I, I don't. She's got the dark saber on her shoulder, which looks yeah. dope, and then she's holding someone's helmet. Dude, honestly, those are those are some yeah. Really those sick. are all. Um, there's an artist. His name's Shane Molina. He's from Hawaii. I guess Raul got them. They're all exclusives and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Definitely. So yeah, what that's pretty much that's pretty much it. What about UTC? I got the Incinerator Trooper from Hot Toys. Oh. So yeah, it's it's over my shoulder. It's posed like crap. I just put it on the shelf. Don't even have its its weapon out, but now, I love that trooper. It's Hot nice. Toys troopers are usually pretty solid. Do you like it? I haven't seen anything about it. I I like it a lot. Um I know some people say it's not weathered enough and it's it's kind of it is a little clean, which is I guess probably the biggest disappointment, but I know I just feel like the Mando line is kind of like my redemption for Rogue One. All those great <laughs> oh, troopers yeah. that they had, I, I didn't get I don't have any of them. Wow. So I, the fact that now I have the Remnant Troopers, Death Troopers, and Incinerator, it's kind of just like my redemption for that he line. He was so. pretty clean in the show. I was about to say, wasn't he? He might have been. was like real pristine. Yeah, he like hopped off. He was like alone. He hopped off like his own ship or something. <laughs> it's just odd because like every other figure's dusted up and But a and lot of weathered. Gideon's troopers were like really clean. Like yeah. they had the remnants yeah. that were really dirty and when Gideon rolled up them boys were rocking the fresh digs. Well he was he was walking with his waist forward, you know, the lean back. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> oh, yeah, he, yeah, he, did, he had a bunch of swagger. That dude, he got that dark saber swag dude. <laughs> that BBC. Um <laughs> I had an interesting week. Uh I I picked up two Transformers figures. I'm a big fan of Beast Wars and uh, big shout out to Jason Nelson. He he had a spot. It was an HEB, and this HEB had like the greatest toy aisle that I've seen since the Toys R Us. It was ridiculous. Was it a plus it was, store? It was a plus store. Yeah. They had import like d- uh, WCF Dragon Ball figures there. They had like uh, it the was f- amazing, dude. I was like, what, dude? What is this HEB doing with some WCF? Tell me what I'm me the like address, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you for real. Uh, but I picked up the uh, Black Arachnid, and this is like. A, a mini masterpiece like it's it's ridiculous how good this figure is i also picked up the cheetor but uh he's not that great uh to be honest not not really a huge fan of the cheetor um but i mean the black arachne is like super super awesome so i'm glad i picked that up i also uh did a deal with eddie manzara's today's uh I, I saw on sunday chris letty posted a bunch of his posters including that thick sabine <laughs> And I was like, yo, I need some Spider-Verse posters because he had a sick Mondo one. Uh, so I made a deal on eBay for one, and then I'm also going to pick one up from Eddie. So should have those in. Yeah, Mondo. Mondo. Should have those in pretty soon. And uh, My cousin Mondo super, or? I'm just kidding. Could be, man. Armando, Mondo. <laughs> Theo Pete's son. Theo Pete's son, Mondo. Actually, no, no, no. Cousin, uh, 
Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited for that, and uh, those should be in pretty soon. Let's get into the news, though, starting with Present Toys Blade Runner K. This one comes in at 155, releasing Q3 2021. I know we've had this discussion a lot about third party, and, and I'm not saying that this is, but just looking at the photos that they posted, this looks very similar to Jinx's head sculpt, and uh, if it is, that's a tempting purchase, because... To get a painted Jinx sculpt from the original creator is like, I think it's like 280. Uh, and obviously there's the whole uh, ethicality of like getting a recast. And we've talked about it endlessly on our show, but you know, I've been trying to buy an unpainted one, but he's not producing them. There's, they're not any out there to purchase. So uh, this may be the only way that I can get the sculpt. So I'm a little tempted. Uh, I think the jacket and the pants and everything else looks about as good, maybe a little bit worse than the uh, the one that came out last year. Uh, but I think this is definitely pretty cool, and the guys want us to uh, hit him with one of these in the chat. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, one one fifty five for for something like this is definitely not bad. It's about what present toys cost these days. What do you think, Dean? I'm buying one. If the sculpt is that good, I'm getting this easy. Uh, I'll probably just put it on the Super Mad toys because uh-huh. I honestly I don't think you could get any better than the clothes that are on the Super Mad. Yeah, that's, and, that's l- unless this is like I don't know I can literally cannot imagine it being better. Yeah, like, I'm not capable of doing that. Um, yeah, but dude, this sculpt it, again if it comes out this good, that's an easy pickup. Yeah, and, you know, one fifty five again. We've talked at length about the morality of it. It's like, you know, you're taking something from someone that they created and they put a lot of work into, but they also took that character and made a pretty penny off of it. They could go either way, but I, like I said, I've actually tried buying that from the person that makes it, and I don't think they make it anymore. Uh, and so it's one of those things, like, if, if it's not being produced uh, anymore and there's no one that has it wants to sell it, there's, there's only one way to get it, right? Right. And uh, that's through uh, a third party. So definitely uh, definitely considering it. Are any of you guys big Blade Runner fans other than Dean? I have to admit, I haven't even seen the remake yet. I haven't either. Same. It's a sequel, it's guys. It's a sequel, a and it is oh, sorry. incredible. <laughs> it's it's, it's past Chris's bedtime. Give him a break. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's good stuff. Now, Ace Real Toys... Qu- hold on. Sorry to interrupt. Real quick on right. this one. Is it um, the style head sculpt? Does it match up with the the Super Mad Toys one, where it it's got the neck included and stuff, or is it yeah. different? Yeah. So the Super Mad has the neck included, uh, so it should just pop onto the body. Um, I believe it should. Mm-hmm. Um, worst case, I mean, a little bit of uh, hot water, a blow dryer fixes most things, or Dremels. <laughs> Trust me. We've t- we have if we have the desire to make this fit like it, it will fit uh but yeah this is uh this is super tempting like i said i've been trying for like two years to buy that sculpt with no luck and i'm not 100 percent sure this is jinx's sculpt but side by side all the pictures were really far back but i'm like 95 percent sure this is jinx's sculpt so hmm. we shall see i haven't seen him say anything about it but uh i'm sure eventually there'll be some outroar uh ace toys did tease their thundercats uh they, I'm not sure if this is going to be a full figure or like a kit, uh, but it looks like they're showing it here on a Fison body. And I know there's a lot of people that are real big Thundercats fans, and to have it in six scales kind of 
a thing. I'm not the biggest Thundercats fan, but uh, people are real excited about this in the Patreon chat. What do you guys think about this so far? Um, it's uh, it's it's a thing. That's right there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, just, it doesn't look like Lionel to me. Like when I picture Lionel. Yeah. Um, he's a cool character, so I can see why you would want one on your. Sh- I really want a Lionel, but not this one. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this seems something that would probably have been better as like a twelfth scale, because um, you're mixing like. Dean, that was that one figure, the Goku and the Vegeta that came out, and it's like taking yes. an animated character and putting it on like a real style body. Yeah, just looks awful, and mm-hmm. I'm I worry that no matter what they do to this, it's just not going to look right. Like I don't think Dragon Ball or like any of these animated shows really translate well to these kind of proportions. So, I mean, it could end up being great, but I'm a little concerned just based on this. But the chat, Patreon chat, was going crazy for this. It's a big yeah. Big, uh, big uh, Thundercats fans in the chat. Um, we'll move on. Uh, the Moffet. how about the uh, that the Thunder the Super Seven Thundercat tank? Yes, there. That, dude, that, that looks cool. That got me going. This is me. This is like good. Chris and I, like us growing up. This oh yeah, was, I had all the huge. action figures. In the I 80s. had a lot of these action figures. And how all did this. you guys watch <laughs> Thundercats? But you'd never heard of Robotech. No, I I used to watch Robotech when I was oh, a kid. Okay, I didn't. You're just a bad. I had person. dude. We had I, like four <laughs> channels, Dean. Like, I know. And we had an antenna, so I don't know how we had we to like go it. up to the TV and change the channel. We didn't even. Yeah, have and then you had to turn the antenna. There's there no Alexa back then. They're from another yeah. era. I feel like yeah. I'm about your age, because I'm older than Zach. I'm 40, dude. What? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm just shy of 40. Dude, aging like wine, dude. Well, you're <laughs> older than Brian. I did not know that. Wow. Only by a little bit. <laughs> Wow, my mind is... 40? can't look like that before. 40. Dude, like... It's that New Hampshire air, man. Stick your head in the microwave for a while, because that's (laughs) fucking unfair. Boy, the Moffex Homelander from The Boys. Now, this one, we kind of roasted it a bit when they showed the first photos, and they really upped it, because this thing looks fantastic. (laughs) This looks fucking good. Coming in at 105, releasing November 2021. Looks like you have three different head sculpts, a bunch of different hands. The, the proportions look great. The collar looks great. Uh, it looks like you have the functioning... Uh, what do you call that? Like a chest... Cod piece? What? Uh, La- oh, that's lapel? a little lower. The lapel. There you go. The functioning, <laughs> functioning lapel. And uh, I uh, I think this looks amazing, honestly. And I've had my first Mafex in a long time in the Miles Morales. Super impressed by it. Uh, this is definitely tempting. Dean, is this a pickup for you? <sighs> I'm going to wait and see what the NECA looks like, just price-wise. Yeah. Because Mafex is up there. It's about 110 usually. So it's 105. Yeah, okay. 105. Um, so if the NECA is any good, I'll probably just go with NECA. But, dude. <laughs> three heads. Dude, they, they all look really good. But it's a prototype, so it might look like shit later. Um, oh, gosh. But uh, I might get it. I might. That's possible. Any of you guys watch The Boys? Yeah. I, I haven't caught it yet. I live yeah, under a rock, so. Dude, Brian, <laughs> watch The Boys. Dude, I was like, I don't know. My friend was like, dude, just watch the first episode. Before I knew it, I had finished the first season. I was like, <laughs> what, uh, what's it on? Like, Amazon? Uh, yeah, it's on okay. Amazon. There's two seasons. And, uh, Dean, remind me, because I've only caught them after the fact, but when they release the season, it's the whole thing at once, right? 
No, they're, they're episode by episode. Yeah, weekly. Yeah, sucks, weekly. Dude. They're doing that right now with my favorite show, The Expanse. I'm like, fuck. I just want to watch it all. Language. I said, uh, oh. That was a little late. That was for an earlier game. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, now, Dean, this is something you're really excited for. Uh, yeah, the VF1S from Kids Logic uh, 450 releasing June 2021. And yes. it looks like in all the photos that I saw, uh, it looks like this one just by nature includes the uh the uh the pilot right or is yeah, this, this an one, add-on i believe it's just the pilot and i haven't seen it with the canopy on it it does yeah it oh it, does the it? other pictures yeah okay i haven't seen the, uh those yet but and, uh, in fact right here oh there it is cool now i have the vf1j this is the vf1s this is roy fokker special this one right here in my hands yeah. does the one that you're you're picking up the vf1j does it have this little stand here with yes. the okay Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, if you look at them side by side, you probably really can't even tell them apart. Uh, it's really the colors on the actual jet that are different, and then the pilot. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not getting this one just because I'm getting the VF1J, and that's already for like four hundred something dollars. Uh-huh. Um, but dude, I mean, this is cool too. I mean, Roy Fokker is amazing. I just Rick Hunter is my guy, so I went with Rick, but. Uh, that one's long sold out already. So it's cool that they're offering this, you know, another, cause they did it in six scale, then they did it in 12 scale and now they're doing it again in 12 scale with a different character. So I would not be surprised if they do this character in six scale. Um, yeah. but dude, I mean, it's, it's so, fucking sweet. So do these retail for 400 or is that just like a quick sellout aftermarket? Thing? Uh, yeah, they're around like 350 or something. Then you got to pay shipping. Okay. Yeah. So about 400. I, I went with BBTS, so it was a little bit more expensive, but I was like, well, am I going to save money on the shipping because yeah. it's only $4, and then I don't have to pay half of it up front because if you order directly from Kids Logic, you have to pay half deposit, uh, which I probably just should have done that. I'm an idiot, but... Fuck it, though, bro. It's your life. <laughs> I'm not happy with my decision, honestly, but it is what it is. I uh, I like the way this looks. I'm I'm actually real excited for you to get your uh, your VF1J. Hopefully you'll put up a video on the channel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be real cool. Uh, up next, Diamond Select. Diamond Select is killing it with these half scale busts. This is Miles Morales from the PS4 slash five video game. Uh, 155 releasing July 2021, and this is limited edition to 1,000. Uh, they've been doing some incredible stuff with this half scale line. It's I mean these statues. Uh, they come in at like 15 pounds, like they are massively like hefty pieces. And uh, I have the Gypsy Danger. I've been considering they they just put out a Darth Vader as well, uh, and they also have a really? Beskar Mando. And uh, you know around that 150 uh, to 200 price point, depending on the character. And I mean the paint is really good on on the ones that I've seen in in stores, and then from the one that I owned. Uh, this is. Uh, for a big Miles fan like myself, I mean, this is like a must-have. And, I mean, 155 in terms of statues doesn't typically buy you a lot. Right. Uh, so to be able to get a, a half-scale bust uh, for 155 is pretty good. To put that into perspective, the third-scale Miles statue that just came out on Sideshow, I think it was like $1,100, and that's third-scale. And this is a half-scale bust. It's a lot more manageable in size and in price. Um I uh, I can't wait. I I still haven't played this game. I I'm dying to somehow be able to play it. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a nice addition to the Miles collection. Chris, you're a big Miles fan. I think is this something yeah. that might be uh, tempting you? I mean, I got to be honest. 
I gotta be honest, like this looks, I'm not really into the, the bust or whatever, but this thing, the detail on this thing looks amazing. I, I think something like this would look great on a shelf, like with a couple different other um, various miles um, pieces. Yeah, but, maybe like uh, the Hot Toys and then this on the same shelf. But yeah, comic, I'd be like, maybe uh, first appearance oh, wow. on there. Or, uh, you I know, do have that. Yeah, something. that'd be pretty cool. I want that one. That's. An- I really yeah, want hot, them to do an unmasked bust. I'd, mm. I'd, I'd pick up both in a heartbeat. This this looks incredible. That would be a cool exclusive if they did. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I highly recommend that you guys check this line out. I think it's called Legends in 3D, and uh, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff at Diamond Select. And the price, I mean, you know, 155 for a 15-pound mm. polystone bust, I mean, you really can't beat it. What are you going to say, Dean? Uh, nothing. I was reading the comments. We're going to... Yeah, Scott I, says it looks perfect compared to the game. Mario says, why is he on fire? I think that's the electrical The, the Venom Strike, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Danny says looks would look great next to a CGC Ultimate Fallout number 4 from Knights of Ren 789. Dude, honestly, Zach has a really sick Spider-Man display, so I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it, too. And, <laughs> Dean, I would like to see this in my collection this year. 60, $68.00. Each uh, releasing June 2021, the uh, Monster Arts Godzilla vs. King Kong, uh, Godzilla and King Kong. Some people are complaining that you don't get the uh, burst effect for Godzilla or any of the uh, thundery effects for the bone hammer. But my guy, 68 bucks. And NECA's usually come in at 30 to 35 bucks. Well, I was going to say the other Monster Arts are usually over 100. Yep, about 120 bucks. So I I think this is a slam dunk price. I I'm real tempted. I'm real tempted. What do you What do you guys think I, about these? I still really want a Godzilla in my my collection because I don't have one yet. Uh, monsters are usually a little too small for me. I don't really like them, but dude, sixty eight bucks that's so cheap for the figure that you get. It's solid, dude. Um, what size are these? Uh, this will be approximately like six to seven inches tall. So right about the size of the NECA ones. Um, you're basically paying about two to three times the price of the NECA ones. Uh, the NECA is actually a really good deal, but they actually lost the license uh, going forward. So they won't, I believe they won't be making for this film. Uh, I believe it's the uh, the Mattel. And those figures are at Walmart and they're awful. Yeah, um, I don't know how like, Mattel is still in business. They're so bad. They haven't dude, made I, anything I, worth getting. They make the WWE figures, which some can be cool, but oh, I mean, I overall, they're not a good company. I don't think. Knights of Ren says the NECA King Kong looks better, in my opinion, but the Zilla looks very nice. Yeah, the NECA King Kong actually looks really good because it has that head sculpt to make it look like the old school one that has like a more modern head. Uh, Mario said he's hashtag Team Kong. Uh, we'll talk about that movie later, but I'm curious to see what you guys think. <laughs> Hashtag this. Team Dong. Sean, yeah, Manny is real about Team Dong. Uh, Sean Yancey says three to four inches is all you need, so six inches is great. Danny says Team Gojira. Yeah. Gojira. Yeah, yeah dude, these look pretty, for the movie. I, I think these look pretty cool. I mean, I'm not, I'm not into these types of figures and stuff, but I definitely think that Godzilla looks really cool and... Um, interesting technique on for the articulation and stuff that's somewhat hidden yeah i i honestly love these figures and i did sell my neck of kong i love these movies too i'm a huge huge fan of this new godzilla 
Uh, Shin Godzilla was really good too, but that figure was like 160 bucks. I don't know why it was so expensive. Um, Danny says hashtag team. Uh, <laughs> everyone's talking about Team Gooch Grease in the chat. Um, but yeah, these are these are coming out in June. They're they're I think they're real cool. So Sweet. we will see how those go. Now, Dean, everyone knows Bumblebee is my absolute favorite character to collect. I have too many bees, Dean. Way too many bees. And Magic Square is putting out their MSB-21 Intelligence Officer for $35. Uh, this one's coming out in March of this year. And uh, it it actually blows me away because this, this figure is only two and a half inches tall. Yet the transformation is like just super, super clean. I was about uh, to say, this looks teeny tiny. Yeah, the you can see there <laughs> the, uh, the beetle looks real nice there. <laughs> How uh, silly. It, it blows me away because if you look at Takara's masterpiece figure, which is like seven inches tall, and has like ski feet, the back is like this really ugly backpack. Then you look at the Hasbro four inch tall figure, and it literally has a whole chunk of the car that just like you just lose it during the transformation. <laughs> what the heck? And the, like, I mean, it's literally like the whole back half. It's a shield. Hey, man, I guess. Uh, it is not amazing. And it blows my mind that this third party company with probably no budget made the super crazy amazing bumblebee and it even has a feature where you can like take parts out to make it shorter to make it a little more animation accurate and for some reason it has like four tires that are in some of the prototype shots that uh in these shots there's tires there so i don't know if there's like some plastic and some rubber tires that it comes with but for 35 bucks i picked it up and uh, hopefully though some company will take this and recast it and make a masterpiece scale because 35 that would be two and a half inches Sometimes you gotta pay more, man. I'm charging way too much. <laughs> Wowza! Uh, now this was something that. Uh, Dude, go back to that. Go back to that bumblebee. I'm getting strong uh, on the the guy on the left. I'm getting strong Jay Leno vibes. He reminds me of this dude that I buy Bon uh, like from. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. He has a mole in his face. It's huge. <laughs> man, he's got a guy for everything now. Yeah. You this is it. a little bit of a uh, grinds my gears. Uh, Batman Beyond April 2021. This is Ooh. going to be a Target exclusive. Oh, God uh, and damn. everyone is super upset that it's a Target exclusive. Uh, that means you're going to pay 50 to 100 bucks for this on the secondary market. But it is a bit confusing because this is what uh, Todd shared on his personal page. Uh, whereas this is the version that was initially teased. So people are unsure if the head sculpt changed due to criticism or licensor approval. Uh, but it, it now has this new head, and, and, and we're still unsure if it's going to come with two different figures at some point, and only this one is a Target exclusive. But the thing is with Batman Beyond, we don't get that many figures of that character. So to make the only Batman Beyond we might get in this line a Target exclusive seems to be a little bit of a misstep. There is there is a Build-A-Figure that's coming out, and it's like one that's going to take a year to build. So there's figure one is Batman Beyond in April, then June, August, and October. Uh, but it, it looks like a really lame figure. I don't know, maybe this character is like super cool, but um, it's kind of weird. I've never seen them spread out a Build-A-Figure over a year. Uh, but yeah, that should weird. be should be a Target exclusive coming out in April, and uh, the world hates it. Uh, getting into <laughs> released, the uh, Iron Man Mark 85 is an imminent arrival for Sideshow. People have, um, I don't think anyone's gotten it shipped yet, but people are getting charge notices for this week, I believe. Does anyone have a date on that, Chris? I think maybe you ordered it. I got mine through Steven's Collectibles. Ah, okay, okay, gotcha. Um, I believe it's charging this week, uh, and even Sideshow support, a lot of people were asking if it was going to come with the original head or the updated head, 
and they said that they are still getting word on our current batch and what sculpt will be included. Uh, our team is in communication with Hot Toys, but we are still awaiting direct word on how we will be proceeding. If it arrives with the older sculpt and you are not satisfied while we await word from Hot Toys, we can offer a full refund and uh, they will do their best to update collectors. Now, there's a guy that's been posting on both of our groups lately that somehow has these manifestos from Hot Toys about crates and stuff. How How is he getting that information? Is that just public stuff? I think so, yeah. David, um, yeah, David K. I'm not sure exactly where he's getting it from, but it sounds like it's on shipping logs and stuff and, and seeing that, you know, the stuff's coming. And I actually was surprised that they have that level of... Um, inventory detail of what's in what canisters um, that are coming over. I mean, somebody posted something recently too that there's been a couple uh, cargo ships that have like overturned and like yep. lost like hundreds yep. and hundreds and hundreds of uh, of containers and stuff and just millions of dollars. And, but yeah, no, this, we, we've talked about this on, on our scavenger show. Like this was a huge cluster that that hot toys open themselves up to here with this maybe we'll start doing it like this tc we talked about this like every time now that somebody doesn't like the head sculpt they're just going to complain enough and see if they'll think about redoing it i mean if it's a if it's a prominent enough figure like iron man is to hot toys i mean hot toys make so much money off iron man that allows them to do the figures like um you know cyberpunk yeah. and all that other stuff yeah all you had to do was just show the remade head sculpt a month or two before or I think four that months before way smarter and then people would have gotten used to it or just give a reason we'll why change it. why yeah give a reason why you changed it I think uh, both of those would have been better yeah. the more I see that sculpt the more I like it I, I'm like hmm not terrible I want the original one I don't I don't want yeah. the, I don't want the yeah, me too. yeah the original one that's what I'm talking about. I, I don't mind it now I mean honestly uh, Chris how many Iron Man's do you have Six, seven? <laughs> no, I don't. <clears throat> I don't have that many. Um, let's see. I have oh, all. No, the Brian, has, the one that has, Brian yeah. has them all. Yeah, yeah. Really, you can. Oh, my for, camera's turned a little bit, but yeah. Someone, no, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, I've got all the diecast versions so far. Yeah. So for someone like Brian, the first head sculpt would make sense because you don't have that head sculpt. The other one, it's just a Mark Forty Six head sculpt that you have what two of because you have the forty. Six and the forty-seven. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Mark Fifty redo, redone. But oh, the Mark Fifty. I don't even display them with the head sculpt, so I don't yeah. like. I really don't care what it even looks like because it's going to sit on in the box probably. But yeah, honestly, it's like, dude, if you're just going to give me a head sculpt that you already used, keep it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather get the the head sculpt that's terrible. I still think it's bad, and I just never use it because it's like. It's so that's not what I paid for. I didn't pay for the Mark 50 head sculpt. I paid for the Mark 85 head sculpts. Yeah, so The Economist is looking like, why do we like the original? It's not like necessarily liking it. It's just like... Putting up with it. Yeah, it, it's like, it is what it is. That's what they gave us. They should live with it. Um, I think, personally, people should vote with their wallets. Like, if they don't like something, Thank don't you. buy it. Thank like, you. don't just complain on Facebook and social media about stuff. Like, talk with your wallet. The only no. thing, though, is a lot of people had already bought it and paid those deposits. And, yeah. That, you know, they and weren't, we weren't really informed of it until the like, like literally I, the I really hope they don't start a trend with this because this well, is the, this has enabled people to say, like, okay, maybe if we complain loud enough, but. I mean, I put it in the show. I'm sure it's in the show here in a little bit. 
But it just happened with the figure line that I collect, the Play Arts Kai. I took it seven. Oh, did you? Boring, boring okay, segment. that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but that's exactly <laughs> that's what happened. They, someone released a photo of the figure because it's supposed to come out next month, and everybody was like, "This is garbage. This is not." Yeah, but it was did. it was bad. It was pretty bad. When we talked about last week, that was yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so bad. In fact, I thought legitimately thought it was a bootleg. Turns out it's not. I was oh, like, man. "Well, I mean, shit. If it's that bad." Um, that today, well, I mean, we'll talk about it here in a second, but yeah, we'll get there. That's exactly what just happened here. It's like, well, like, it's and, a good fact, thing that they're fixing it, but it also sets up the precedent. Like, next time anyone complains, they're gonna expect you to bend over backwards. I so. I think it's good. I think the consumers having a voice is always a good thing. Uh, just look at last week. Microsoft tried to double the price of gold. People complained within a day. They they went back and changed it, and then also improved the value for those that already had it, and yeah. making free to play games free. Uh, but today, NYC NYC released their uh, pad. Maybe we don't have any pictures of it, but uh, I I thought the head sculpt was really bad. A lot of people did as well. And uh, after a few I, hours, they announced they were redoing it. Uh, to uh, you know, they were going to delay it and redo it, and then and re put it back up for order. So um, I. I, I think there's a certain amount of, like, I get what Brian's saying. You don't want people to, to feel that right that they could just do that. But I think in this per, in this particular case with this one where literally, like, there was, like, the day before it released a picture in the factory and people were freaking out, like, what the hell? This isn't what we ordered. Yeah. I think it's justified at that point. Uh, Toy Sapien does, has a, does have a uh, head switch program. Uh, it's active now until the 5th of... Uh, the 9th of Mar- of May uh, of this year. And uh, obviously this is only for people who ordered it in Japan uh, and sideshows, of course, still working on how they're going to do the exchange program. Uh, but uh, as far as we know, this, this should be a thing that they'll do for, for all the different markets. It's just a matter of who you're sending the sculpt back to and who's sending you the new one. So um, unfortunately, if you bought it from like toys, Wonderland, I don't know what the, what the process is there. Uh, and I haven't seen them make any statement on that, but uh, I imagine sooner rather than later we'll have some answers. And uh, hopefully, at the end of the day, people are able to get a sculpt that they like, um, that they'll be able to use on their figures. Uh, also, Dean, this is something that you wanted to talk about. The Commander Cody did go from pre-order status to in-stock at Sideshow, and that allowed you yeah. to pick it up for a pretty good deal. I'll let you tell us the story. Yeah. Uh, dude, we were talking about, was it After Dark? Yeah, uh, it was after dark was it last week. Last I think it was week. right. Be- I think it was right yeah. before we went on last week. Yeah, I was like, dude, when the hell is Cody gonna convert? Because this is bullshit. Everyone's gotten it already, but me. Um, and Zach was like, dude, it might not go to in stock at all. It could just go straight to wait list. And I was like, my luck. That's exactly what's gonna happen because I had him on pre order. I accidentally bought like paid full price. <laughs> Uh, what I didn't mean to like I was trying to change my payment options and not I, only did you do that you did I, it after laughing at me for making the same mistake yeah like, I was like oh, you idiot and then like two idiot. minutes later you're like dude you won't believe what happened karma yeah it was no, exactly karma. so I I had to cancel my pre-order because it was going to the wrong address anyway and I, the lady was like well let's just cancel I was like all right so they gave me back my NRD and then I had I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait for it to go in stock, use all my rewards, yeah, and then uh, pay when it, it goes in stock. 
So of course I'm like, great, it's never gonna go in stock. Zach's <laughs> probably right. I'm I fucked up and I missed my chance to get this figure. Well, someone actually they posted it in y'all's group on Six Scale Scavengers. They were like, oh, it went up, and I was like, yeah. So I went to Sideshow, put in my rewards, my correct address, and my original NRD. Um, so I got it for fifty bucks. Cody's your yeah, guy, right? Dude, Dude my favorite clone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Iris says I canceled my Cody. I didn't want to deal with the arm issue. Quinn says uh, no cyborg, no yellow jacket, no bays, but they'll completely change oh. the hand school for the 19 millionth Iron Man. My man speaking the truth. Dude, I did not know about this arm problem until the show started today. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> deal, Dean. So now I'm freaking out. Well, it's it's fixable, and especially you guys could figure it out. So there's apparently like um, somebody. Um, Somebody in our show, our stream last week mentioned it. There's like a screw inside the shoulder and it's got like a butterfly joint on it and mm-hmm. it kind of hangs loose, but it's still con- disc- uh, it's still connected. So people are thinking like, well, if I try to rise, raise their arm up, it just kind of falls. Well, you have to like, like almost like you're setting the shoulder, you set it yeah, up put and it back in a place. Yeah. And then like it can catch enough, but some of them are legitimately broken. Um, I don't know what happened with this figure. I'm a little concerned with some of the other clones coming out because I'm sure it's like a different body type that they're using. But you, you guys should be able to fix it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Yeah. I would be too concerned. Sean says really both my Cody's had no arm problems, and uh, OG fan says KG Collector has a loose screw video on YouTube. That's so. that's who it was. KG Collector. Check that out if okay, you need I'll to. Check it out. Uh, getting into released as well. The Oof, um, man. This one, the Blitzway <laughs> Hendrix, was released, and I, I, I will say it's a little, it's a little uh, sweatier than the pre-order pics might have shown. <laughs> the real greasy looking, uh, the hair not my favorite. I, I honestly <laughs> think though, if you if you work on the hair a little bit, and that's almost any figure with hair, you know, Chewbacca that does need some styling, uh, or any of the rooted figures. I think if you work on 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 the hair, maybe hit it with a matte coat and a little bit of paint. I think you can have. A really good figure because the outfit's there. I think the the guitar accessories are there. Um, I, I just think it's just that sculpt that needs a little oomph to get it to that next level. Uh, <laughs> our buddy Luis has been posting photos in Ox and on his Instagram. Uh, why, uh, and, uh, why do they show his shoes as an accessory? Like, that's just like part of the outfit, <laughs> right? It's like showing the body. Does he have like, different ones? They like ran out of shit to show. They're like, uh, fuck it. <laughs> we, need, we need six pictures. We gotta put one. I don't yeah. know. Now, Dean, I'll let you take over. We'll talk about the Tifa player Kai uh, delay. Yeah, okay. So, again, back to the head sculpt drama. Everyone hated this figure. I mean, people were dragging it through the mud. I didn't think it was as bad as people were making it out to be, but. It was bad. It wasn't. It wasn't the best, um, especially if you pre-ordered it, which pretty much everybody did. So a lot of people were mass canceling their pre-orders. So Square, this figure was already delayed because of Rona. It was supposed to come out in October. They pushed it back to February, so next month. Now it is pushed back until April, assuming because they're gonna fix the head sculpt. So. Um, yeah, apparently Square Enix's excuse was due to the Rona, none of us were in the factories for QC control, so they, they don't got ahead. email, right? They don't got SMS text messaging. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're producing like hundreds of thousands of these figures, and 
you're not checking in on it at all? Dude, Dean, they're like, man, this Kova. Fuck it, though, bro. It's your life. Uh, yeah, so that was their excuse. So they're like, sorry, everybody, we'll fix it. So now it's delayed again. So uh, that's fine. There's so many Final Fantasy figures coming out that I was worried about paying for them all. So I really don't care. Um, but yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. But uh, like Brian was saying, like I guess enough people made made enough noise that they were like, okay, we'll bend over backwards and fix it. So uh, I just hope it doesn't happen for every figure because I don't want to wait all year to get all these figures. Like I want them, you know, sooner than later. Man, what a what a magical moment in the chat that just happened. TC, what an angel. What happened? I think Danny said he dropped his his Cody wow. helmet, and the antenna snapped. Uh, it's the other and side. There's two antennas, right? I think there's. He's saying it's oh, the one I'm that's sorry. fixed. Yeah, I thought it was the other one that you could just attach. Because I'm gonna end up parting out my Cody. Oh wow! Man. So maybe a beautiful moment didn't happen. Sorry, yeah, Danny. You're sorry. Out of luck. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> sorry, man. You had some hope, and then it went poof. Yeah. Oh man, Danny's like. Not like this. Not like this. Uh, movers and shakers, uh, Dean. This this figure is is plummeting in value now. Um, you can get, I think it's like two twenty, two thirty on sideshow for the regular, three hundred five for the deluxe. That's not including tax, not including shipping. So add like forty five bucks on top of that, uh, and it's not even out yet. I think it's actually on the the ship right now. Is it really transit. not out yet? No, it was on one of those crate things. Jeez. One of the logistics things. I thought but it was years ago. There's, yeah, it's probably in the bottom of the Pacific. Uh, Dude, you there's can, some Somali uh, pirates out there with a bomb-ass collection right now. <laughs> Dude, I was going to say, let's go find out what crate it's on. Go hit up Cap uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Um, You're the captain now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can get this guy for 150 for the regular or... Uh, what is it? 225 ship from Hong Kong for the deluxe. And that's like, they will ship it. It'll be your house like in three to five days. So yeah. if you really want this figure, I, I'm super tempted. Uh, if you really want this figure and you don't want to wait for Sideshow to get it and want to save a little bit of money, it's not a bad idea. Uh, I believe Toys Buying Agent does have it in stock still. That's uh, uh, and, uh, Tim Cent. Tim Cent, I bought my rocket through Tim Cent, like dirt cheap. And uh -huh. I, like Zach said, I got it in like three days. I got it yeah. fast. Marvel yeah. is Marvel is just tanking right now. Yeah. There's so much supply and no demand. Yeah, hopefully a few of right. these uh, night monkeys fell fell overboard. That would help everybody. Friend says, <laughs> I always thought that not like this GIF was Keanu Reeves. It does look like him. <laughs> kind of does. Oh my God. <laughs> dude, I thought so too. I thought it was a dude. It's from The Matrix. It's from, it the, is from the Matrix. Movie. But uh, yeah, I'm super tempted. Victoria's like, make a list of the toys you want and I will see. I'll consider for Valentine's Day, I was like, yo, Night Ooh. Monkey, number one. So we'll see what happens with that. Dean, it's that time of the show. Take hey, it away. Hey, what the scrubyard? Any, you guys, I cannot say enough good things about Water Scrubyard. Me either, Dean. Do you know anything about them, guys? I know I we don't. talk about them all the time, but I don't know if you guys have your personal uh, experience with them. Yeah, I've mess I've messaged Sean back and forth and stuff about a project that I'd like to do someday. So, but nice, yeah. dude. 
Well, that's perfect because <laughs> Sabine's behind. If, oh. <laughs> yeah, can you dig- digitally sculpt from this TV? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Sabine. So, uh, <laughs> Oh God! You guys. Okay, yeah, you can find them on Instagram at Water Scrapyard. That's also their name on Facebook and eBay. Uh, they make three D printed parts for hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed uh, head sculpts from literally any character you could think of. Uh, dude, he's coming out with so many characters all the time. Can we just talk about how fast? Wait, what does this say? Mark Pierce says, "Damn, you got a hot toy for Valentine's Day. I'm lucky if I get a hot meal." <laughs> I thought it said a. I read it quick, and I thought it said happy meal. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, Jesus, Mark. Um, yeah. Anyway, dude, seriously, if you Watto will create a sculpt, just for example, uh, the dude that was announced to be playing Thrawn, he already made a head sculpt for that guy. Like before the night was over. I was like, dude, this guy works like nobody else in the business. Um, if you don't see a character you want on their Instagram, send them a, pro- a private message. He'll get it designed, printed, and shipped right to your door for a really good price. So make sure you hit up Watto. Uh, we also want to thank our friends over at 16 Corner. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with 16 Corner, but what a bunch of angels. I have. They're amazing, aren't they? Dude, every corner of that box was pristine, and for a company like One Six Corner, that's a big, big selling point. It's in their name, for God's sakes. Corners is their uh, whole. Corners <laughs> is their name. Corners <laughs> is their game. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, they're uh, <laughs> those are good ones. Zach. God damn. Thank it. you. <laughs> uh, their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles for their customers, and they offer great prices. Insane packaging, like Zach said. Um, didn't you post a bunch of pictures? I think yeah, you posted a whole like, video. Like layers on top of layers on top yeah, of layers. It was, it was, I almost didn't want you to open it. It was so almost pretty. as thick as Sabine. I was like, God damn, <laughs> you know, I heard all this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and super fast shipping. Choose your figures. Uh, pay safely with PayPal, which is just the easiest way to make online purchases. Uh, and leave the rest of them, and they'll get you your figures. They sent me this Max Nut John Wick head sculpt. Uh, I have it on my John Wick right now. It's amazing. We got to get that review up, by the way. I know, I know, I know. I've been at work, so I got the next let's, couple of days off, so I'm gonna dock that out. Hell yeah! So let's get into what grinds my gears. And honestly, my gears are not grinded by this, but the community, Dean, the community was outraged, right? Wow. People were salty. There was Karens in the corner. It was crazy. Discussion of the week: Should retail employees be allowed first dibs on stock? Oh, this guy yeah. was pissed. He wrote a whole, he's been like an hour with the customer service. Yeah. The Target management is buying all the exclusive stock. Target customer service told me this is not against company policy. My thoughts were when I worked retail formally, it was a rule that when something came in that you wanted, you could purchase it once your shift was over, but that it had to be on the floor informally. If you wanted something, you could hold it in the back until your shift was up. Uh, granted, this was a clothing store, so it's not like Target where you can track individual stock of item with DPCI. That being said, I think given the fact that a lot of these people are basically keeping parts of our economy going with essential jobs like Target and Walmart and putting their own personal health at risk, I don't mind it. I do think it's super douchey, though, to buy out an entire stock drop of an item as an employee. Uh, One or two, sure, but the entire stock is a dick move. Uh, Sean Lockridge says, the shop that I work at, we can order with the initial wave if we want something. If a collection comes through, it really depends on what it is. Uh, Dean, I'll let you read what you said here. Yeah, um, Manny, I'm, you also worked at HEB. I don't know if you had to deal with any of this stuff, but 
Uh, at HEB, uh, we aren't allowed dibs on anything because uh, at HEB, it's a grocery store, and they do a lot of markdowns, so like dog food, toilet paper, you know, just groceries in general. Um, you can't, you can't, like you said, grab it and put it in the back. You're not allowed to do that. Um, you have to wait until you actually clock out to shop. Like, if you're on your break, you can't, like, oh, I'm going to go buy a box of cereal that's 50 cents. You're not allowed to do that. Um... So I think that's probably a pretty good rule of thumb for anywhere. Like, don't buy like the shit is for the customers. You're not a customer; you're an employee. Um, I mean, yeah, that's. You also had the movie theater example as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a buddy. He was the uh, actually he was the manager at the movie theater, and he said that um. employees like you know people that work at a concession stand or the people that sell tickets they're not allowed to see the movies at least back in the day i don't know how it is now they weren't allowed to see the movies for like at least two weeks because it's like you're taking seats away from customers um now i'm sure they have no customers so they can (laughs) yeah well i was gonna say i'm sure if there was like a like a two o'clock showing probably not a lot of people there i'm sure they would let them employees see the movie but you're talking like employees have the pick of the litter, right? Like front and center, um, middle, middle rows. Like they ha- they could pick the best seats at the best times. So they were not going to let their employees do that because it's for the customers. So I feel like it's the same thing with with uh, do, literally anywhere. Like not just with toys. I feel like like with HEB I can't just go buy like oh I know when the toilet paper is coming I'm going to go buy all the toilet paper so customers can't have it I don't it. have that problem anymore I got a bidet <laughs> Jason yeah. Juarez says store exclusive sucks it really exasperates the problem of employees buying items otherwise it be- wouldn't be such a big deal uh, I think the way collectors have acted over these employees probably made the employees really take notice and look up at the way why the big deal on G.I. Joe even if I didn't care about toys seeing each one go for $100 on eBay I bet you try to flip a few yeah um, uh, Stephen Percha, and I think this is the real comment of the night. I think the real travesty is that Hot uh, Hasbro has not made uh, made nearly enough to uh, to meet demand. Uh, Jason says Hasbro should have never given any army builder figures exclusively to one store. Ian says he does not see the problem with staff buying at all. And Jose says within reason, uh, they work there probably underpaid and overworked. They should get a chance to purchase a single instance of an item. Mark Pearson says, as long as they do, uh, stuff like put street dates and locks out of your purchases, it should go on the shelf. And if you work there, then you can buy it when you're on your break or shift over when you're off the clock. Kim and Drayson says allow store employees to order one personal item per store. Give them a code for their website that allows them to pre-order slash ship to store. And Dini says I got several consoles by keeping them to myself, so I am not one to judge. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um, the game's <laughs> Mario, or not Mario, Manny, wow. I had a Freudian slip there. TC, Chris, Brian, what are you guys' thoughts on this, uh, this issue? This is like example number one why I basically just gave up collecting anything at retail with Hasbro. I mean, it's one of the allures of collecting something that, although we gripe about pre-ordering something two years in advance, I used to, Chris, you and I first met mm-hmm. by the fact that yeah. we used to do toy runs and stuff. And I'd say, oh, I found this, you know, and I mean, that's what collectors do. The stress level that you go through to say like, oh, I need this figure and it's like I can't find it. And especially, Chris, you and I are located in New Hampshire. Yeah. You guys think 
distribution is bad where you guys are, wait till you see that, uh, like the Target aisles and Walmart aisles, they don't even get updated. Like, and they're always bare. Oh, you you walk down the aisles and there's nothing there. So you can't even. There's nothing to even look at. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That, that's just my opinion of it. I mean, it it really stinks that I think it's driving more and more people to um, out of it. Uh, yeah, there, there's so yeah, many. I know things a lot of people that are. A lot of people are bailing from, you know, selling off Black Series collections and stuff just because they can't stand all the store exclusives and then having to pay above, you know, significantly above retail for, you know, entire lines and stuff like that. Um. <laughs> to to put it into perspective, though, um, <clears throat> some of these Joes, like like uh, Jason said, they're going for a hundred bucks on eBay. Mm-hmm. For that almost that same amount of money, mm-hmm. you could pre-order like the one six scale snake eyes for like one thirty, right? And that's like a significantly nicer figure. Um, I mean, these are getting real, real crazy. What do you think, TC? I don't know. I've I've done hunting on a handful of times. I usually find nothing. And when I don't find anything, it sucks. Like, there's like nothing more annoying than going to the back of the Walmart, finding nothing, and then walking yeah. out the store. They got to put the toy aisle on the front. You do, yeah. right? Well, I like the, um, I like Mark's uh, answer. No, who was it? Yeah, Number Mark. They can order says, one per store. Well, he says Hasbro's a billion dollar company and with their own website store. Mm-hmm. Why the? Why is it so hard to keep this shit in stock? On your I don't own think, damn website, like, I think they're. I don't think their website and their own like, the distribution for their own product, it doesn't like directly go through their own website. I I don't understand how their website. I mean, their website sells out of pre-orders, yet Amazon and, you know, other retailers, you know, you can still order stuff. So it doesn't really make sense that they would go out of stock first yeah, yeah so i think like i think the, there's like the bogs there. of office space they're just the they walk something down the aisle to, to somebody else or the middleman yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy they're their own middleman like <sighs> but even with like the black series stuff not just joe's or like whatever yeah. the product they're selling marvel legends like, all that stuff why is it so difficult for you like you know there's obviously demand for this stuff otherwise you wouldn't be making it and Real make quick, it, like yeah. almost as hard as possible to get. I don't know. Yeah, I guess if it's too easy, then it's not collectible. Then nobody wants it. I don't know. It's like a catch twenty two. Mm-hmm. Catch twenty two. What do you got, uh, Manny? Um. So one the the people that I like that they give they give you kind of a, a fair chance is NECA. Like they'll actually have someone come in to Target and like stock the shelves, so you can like literally wait behind them. So like there's. They don't. I don't think they go to the back. I don't know. I could be wrong. But every time I've seen people from NECA, they have like their boxes there, and they're literally just putting stuff on the shelf. And if you happen to see it, and you can grab it. There's no like hiding it. The employees, at least. Yeah, because they have the reps that go out there. And I was yeah, talking to a guy that 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 was waiting for those drops, and he was saying like, um, they come. They don't come on the Target truck. It comes through FedEx, and the guys there like. They have a certain like you know one to five at Tuesdays, and so the NECA guys just go and they hang out at Target like in the parking lot until the NECA guy comes. Yeah, and it's like a pretty organized thing, right? Like he gets there, he pulls the shit out, and you know one per customer or whatever. But uh, I've I've heard it's actually pretty efficient. It's like to do Black, it that way. Black Friday or yeah, uh, Force Friday every Tuesday or what? <laughs> Dude, it, it's like um, 
like if you want something from NECA, like chances are you can find it easier than finding like a Black Series figure or something. Like you just have to look. And like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's it's cool. Godzilla versus King Kong trailer dropped uh Sunday. And I think this has the potential to be probably the greatest film ever made. Uh, easily, <laughs> easily the most hype film, at least of this year. I mean, Oscars might as well. Best actor, best everything. I mean, uh, it looks great. Uh, Dean, uh, and, and I want to hear from all you guys. Who do you think is going to win this? I, I got my man on the, my money on the G-Man. Um, I'm, I mean, I have my theories just based on the trailer, but I basically, this is just BVS. Yeah, someone said he's like Mothra. Why did you say that name? That's <laughs> yeah, no, this is uh, your mother's name's Mothra. <laughs> like these—they're both—they're both, they're both um, icons, franchise-holding characters. So why would one lose to the other? like? Ev- so many people love Godzilla. So many people love King Kong. Like you're gonna piss someone off if they are not friends by the end of this, right? Just like, skipping along at the end. Yeah, yeah, but right. I think that it's all a ruse. I don't. I mean, yeah, we see them fighting, but like I said, I think this is BVS. Who do you think is the big bad guy? Mecha Godzilla? Yes. Really? He's, oh, you know that he's, he's, he's that in the would trailer. Be amazing. It's it's a team up to take on somebody else. Yeah, he's in the trailer. I think. Dude, I, we got to do a, a watch party for this team. I'm I'm literally in the down. first half second of the trailer. There's like a girl running down the stairs, and you could see what looks like Dude, Godzilla, but it's watch that. glowing red. And Godzilla does not glow red. Yes, he does in the end of the first one when he goes. Well, yeah, when he's like supercharged by like nuclear co- Earth core energy. He could have been charged again, my guy. <laughs> Anyway, I'm pretty. Party. I'm like ninety percent Godzilla. Uh, I'm excited. So, uh, Manny, who do you think is going to win, if anyone? Uh, I really want to see Kong win, but I do agree with what you guys said that it's going to. They're going to team up. They're going to team up at the, the end. Team up, dude. I'm excited. This is going to be the best film probably since <laughs> Alien vs. Predator. Dude, honestly, this is like a turn your brain off and just fucking enjoy it. Yeah, when don't it think out? about it. I don't care how King Kong got like 17 times bigger. I don't give a damn. <laughs> well, King Dong. The yeah, his, his movie takes place like in the 60s or something. Yeah, he was a so baby. So he's had time to grow, yeah. Dude, he being good. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, is he? Right? Okay, big. let me ask you guys this. Do you have to see the ones before this one to see this? Because um, I haven't seen any of these in a I while. I probably would because they're probably the best movies ever made. But, I mean, <laughs> you know. I thought you liked Planet of the Apes. That's no, a that's a prequel. To that's Kong. the same franchise, right? Too. Ever since Harambe, dude, actually, the movies have been dope. Yeah, actually, King Kong is actually Caesar. Uh, <laughs> ah, okay, I got it. Gotcha. Harambe, I knew they were all connected. I thought I, uh, I thought the trailer looked really good, and it got me uh, wanting to watch the second Godzilla movie. Yeah, um, dude, if there's not a no, loving memory of Harambe liked, at the I, beginning or the end, I'm, I'm walking out. There's a I really. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I really liked Kong Skull Island. Um, that movie was dope too, and uh, I I thought the first Godzilla movie was was decent. Um, so Not uh, I just Brian haven't gotten me. around to see the second one. I think this trailer is really Kong heavy. Mm-hmm. They make Godzilla out to be like the bad guy in the trailer, so I was like, oh man, they're just gonna make King Kong win. This is stupid. Because like it's Stormbreaker too. Because Godzilla is just so cool, right? Now, in the original movie, this is an old movie. King Kong kicks Godzilla's ass, crushes his skull. 
um you know but back wow like spoilers <laughs> okay spoilers, that movie's from dude. like the 50s so that's wow. jesus <laughs> dude manny uh, let me hit him with one of these spoiled <laughs> the original for probably spoiled the remake for us wow. uh, anyway. nothing better than a fast and furious 2 <laughs> reference right there yeah, it's a man of culture <laughs> too fast too furious to you yeah man. i know uh, the <laughs> uh but uh, the more i start watching the trailer and then uh millie bobby brown is in the movie and she's like good for her yeah she's like a main character in the movie. second movie so it's like well they're not gonna bring her in if they're just gonna shit all over godzilla so it got me thinking like there's no way these two are actually adversaries it's just bvs this is what this movie is yep but i'm like for BBS. it i can't wait honestly the big bad at the end is going to be Cloverfield. Watch. Dude, that would be pretty dope. <laughs> I wouldn't hate collide. it, dude. I would not hate that. Dude, can you imagine, though, Dean, if in the middle of the fight a fucking Jaeger comes out? Dude, <laughs> I would flip. A Jaeger bomb? What? No, no. from Pacific dude. Rim, dude. Jaeger shots? What? Oh, I feel like God. the Jaegers are bigger, aren't they? <laughs> no, Godzilla's 350 feet and the Jaeger's like right about 350. Oh, okay. It might be okay. like 330, but yeah, it's pretty close. Uh, our movie of the week was Total Yeah, that's Recall. it. Godzilla 1998. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. uh, Total... Matthew Broderick, dude? Oh, yeah. Ooh. P. Diddy and... Uh... Not a fan of that one. <laughs> uh, Total Recall, Douglas Quaid oh, yeah. is a board construction worker in the year 2084. He dreams of visiting the colonized Mars. He visits Recall, a company that plants false memories into people's brains in order to experience the thrill of Mars without having to travel there. But something goes wrong during the procedure. Quaid discovers that his entire life is actually a false memory, and the people who implanted it in his head now want him dead. I saw this movie, like, in the year 2000, many, many moons ago. And uh, as a youth, I was very confused. Uh, some very weird uh, visuals in that uh, for a young lad <laughs> as myself. Um, what are you talking about? The lady with them three titties. Uh, and so... Um, I thought it was going to be around the bush for a <laughs> as an as an adult the plot was dope i i thought the special just, effects were pretty good i think the like world that. building was really good adult. I, yeah he's adult as an adult i didn't come here to be bullied right? <laughs> i i thoroughly enjoyed this film uh the plot i thought was really good dude um i i'm, dude. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten I, I loved it it was a good film what do you guys think i Oh, go ahead, Manny. No, 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 no. Please, please, go. Dude, I grew up... I mean, I don't know if it's because my dad was just a huge Schwarzenegger fan, but, I mean, I grew up with all these movies, right? Uh, Terminator 2... Actually, Terminator 1 actually scared... I, I still can't watch it as an adult. Dude, that movie is spooky. It's it's really scary, especially for a kid. Terminator 2, Total Recall, um, Running Man, like, all these movies, like... But Total Recall always stood out to me because I like sci-fi. I'm usually just like a more of a sci-fi inclined guy. And going to Mars is so cool. And I remember, okay, remember, I don't even know the character's name. I don't remember it, but the little well, <laughs> growth. Yucky. Kulato or whatever. Oh, Kujo. Kulato. Oh I remember that like vividly as a child, like not scaring me. And like it should have. <laughs> Because it's fucking like, creepy and gross. It's all nasty and, like, like <laughs> moist and wet. Yeah, Harry, like, what Harry says, hell? when I was a kid, I couldn't keep a girlfriend because I never lit up to the 3TT lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. 
Um, yeah, uh, but dude, I like when I tell you my dad quotes this movie like every day. I'm not kidding. Like we'll be on the phone, and when like we sit by, he's like, "I'll see you at the potty, Richter," and like that's yeah. how he ends phone call. Like <laughs> we, dude, my like, uncle used to say, "This movie is like potty. in my DNA." Like. <laughs> It's, and it's Dean also like one of three the... titties. <laughs> yeah, a dude growing outside of him. <laughs> yeah, he's actually my co-host. Uh, <laughs> that's you, Zach. Wow. Um, it's also like super quotable. Like the scene where he runs into the the Latina lady, and she like she grabs his his dick, and she's like, "What have you been feeding this thing?" And he's like blondes <laughs> like, it's so, so good dude. Dude, that's dean's dream woman just grabbing up on him talking about hell yeah dude <laughs> there's so like... many shots to the crotch in this movie i know there really is <laughs> or there really is or uh dude one of my favorite scenes right near the end where like they're like shooting at him but he's a, a projection and then he's like laughing and I was like, You think this is a real Quaid? And they like look around, and he's like, It is. And then he fucking <laughs> just like kills them all. Dude, this movie's perfect. Like, if you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> what do you think? And it's on Netflix. It's a good time. It's the yeah, best. I know it's movie. on Netflix. I watched it last night. <laughs> Dude, one of the yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Can we can we talk about Chris thinking we were talking about Robocop? Yeah, Chris we, so we, we put a, a Why chat did together. I think it was Robocop? We would have chat together. <laughs> And and I'm like, all right, guys, like the movie of the week, whatever. And like two days later, Chris is like, yo, can we talk about Hot Toys Robocops? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, dude. We got Manny on. Like, dude, I'm, I'm down to talk some Hot Toys Robocops. And then like yesterday, he's like, wait, the movie isn't Robocop. It's Total Recall. Right? No, he was like, I told my wife I got to watch Robocop. I was like. You don't have to watch Robocop, but you do have to watch Total Recall. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he was like, oh. Yeah, right? Man, he's got it. I was like, yo, my man just wanted to talk some Robocops. So well, like, uh, and the funny thing is the same director directed this movie and Robocop. I mean, Robocop's so, a perfect movie, too. Dude, Robocop is actually the, the, on, the on, what is it? The unedited version? Super gory. Holy shit. Yeah. I was, like, actually shocked in some scenes. Yeah, so this movie for me did not work. Um, what? What? <laughs> Dude. No. I, oh my god! I'm hit that ejecto cito button. Yeah, right. Get me <laughs> out of here. Uh, okay, I saw this as a kid, um, probably when I was like 11 or 12. Totally different perspective these days. Uh, it does not hold up for me. Um, I can't. I had I had a really hard time with the 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 special effects, the acting the dialogue um yeah i mean i i love arnold and everything and i i mean it just for me it doesn't work i like the concept of it and everything but yeah sorry you sorry, like the everybody. remake don't you <laughs> i don't really remember it <laughs> i saw it but i don't really remember it sorry you i pulled a vintage dean and didn't watch the movie oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't home this weekend, and I didn't have time last night. So oh, it's my bad. Hey man, a man can only admit when he was wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I I think it's great. I think you guys should watch it. TC, I think you should watch it uh, at some point in your life. At it's, your own leisure, my guy. At your own leisure. Wait, you're so, you're an international talent. You don't have to do anything talent. you don't want to do. Me and you are 
We're TC the is same like, fuck cloth. Beneath me. me and TC know, yeah. are the same guy. I roll up one minute before the show. Yeah, dude, that's us. <laughs> yeah, one minute out. After. Me and you, brother. Yeah. He leaves one minute early. He's like, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even say bye. He just dips. <laughs> Gone. Dude, what a fucking uh, legend. <laughs> we are we are joined tonight, obviously, by the legends, Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, TC, Generational Talent. Uh, I thought it would be fun to. Uh, man, you guys are all repping horde. Holy shit. We're all here wearing some damn. We got bamboozled. Yeah, I just have a Hawaiian our shirt. shirt on. He's got his. Uh, I wanted to look good for Chris, goddamn. You do look good. My gosh. Thanks. So, uh, well, tell us about your show. Tell us how you guys got started. And if any of the commenters have any questions for us that we can answer, we'll, we'll, we'll hit a few before we uh, shut it off. Go for Chris, it, you're better at this than me. <laughs> nah, well, I mean, we're we're a six scale podcast. We focus on Marvel, Star Wars, DC, Hot Toys specifically. And uh, about gosh, two and over two and a half years ago, Brian uh, Brian and I officially launched Six Scale Scavengers podcast, and then eventually got um, got into the YouTube thing. And uh, I mean. It was probably about three three years ago now that him and I started having the conversation about really coming up with a an idea for a podcast that we really enjoyed. Prior to Six Scale Scavengers, we're in another podcast um, on another podcast network, and it got really daunting having to keep up with all it was all focused on star wars and everything star wars from one end of the spectrum to the other and it it was really tough to keep up with everything and talk about a lot of stuff that we weren't really into we love star wars but uh we wanted to and we we're both collectors and and we kind of started brian got into hot toys collecting got me in we started talking and uh you know we we figured there wasn't really too much out there talking about six scale and hot toys collecting at the time and uh yeah we you know it took us a few months to put everything together and brian wanted to come up with these hot toys databases checklists so to speak of uh previously released hot toys figures and and um you know that that sparked you know kind of the basis of our podcast is to try to help collectors as best as possible in every episode, we try to come up with a topic and talk about the news and, and all that sort of thing in, in the Hot Toys community. But, uh, I mean, it's been more than we, you know, I, I wouldn't say, you know, success, but I mean, like, we would do this if we were talking to, you know, if we had 10 listeners and, and um, you know, we have a few a few more than that these days. But, uh, yeah, it's just, just a fun thing to talk about and that's kind of, we just chat about hot toys <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it, it. it's it's been a very organic thing like chris said it, it didn't i don't know what we set out to be uh, like yeah. you said there wasn't much out there to start with and we were learning so we, like we had started it out to say like okay let's learn with everybody you know we used to have a tagline we say all the time like we're not experts and um we just want to be a voice not the voice and i think it's important anytime you're a podcaster you're creating content we're all talking about a lot of these different things and i think like you guys have done an excellent job and I think we have as well as you, you find a niche and one of the best things you can be as a podcaster is consistent, whether it's a release schedule or the type of show that you have. So people come to know 
and expect when they tune in to say, okay, I'm going to get, you know, X number of, of time and here's going to be the flow and I'm going to get to know the personalities that, that that's the thing that always gets me about podcasting is like the, the fact that people like are listening along and nodding and they really feel like they get to, to know us. And, and that part is, is kind of cool. But at the end of the day, we're, we're just like everybody else. I mean, we just happen to be talking about this stuff. Uh, and, and Zach, I mean, part of, I think the connective tissue early on was, was a group like Tashi Station. Um, you and I got connected because you were doing the memes for the reward code, the groups. And yeah. that's where we got to connecting and realizing, oh, gosh, we both are starting something around the same time here. And that's kind of where that, that friendship really started very early on. Yeah, I remember... I think you guys were, it was the first year, it was probably around Christmas time, and I was driving back from work, and I commuted, so um, we had done our show, we had like, maybe like six episodes, maybe seven, very, very early, and um, I was I was listening, and uh, you're like, you were talking at the end of the show, you're like, yeah, this guy that does these memes, and they're super funny, and you know, what, like, his name is Zach, and I was like, oh shit, and I listened to your show, because we had done it, but I was like, I didn't even think there was like another person out there doing the same idea that we had so i was like you know i'll give them a listen and see see what you know what they got going on and i mean i I love the show and you know i hit you up and i was like hey you know i have a thing too and uh i mean i I think the great thing about our shows is you know we don't necessarily talk every day but i think you know push comes to shove if there's uh, anything we need or anything you guys need we can always you know bounce that off of each other and uh, I know we share a, a, a big portion of our audiences with each other, uh, and and we do have some people that might only listen to our show that we always, at the end of our show, try to throw them towards you guys and some of the other great content creators, and then vice versa. And I think that that is uh, that's really good. I mean, you know, I think I think there's some content creators within our circle that really hate each other, and I think we all know <laughs> who those people are. I think it's a good thing that at the end of the day, you know, I can hit you up about like a question or just uh, an idea and uh you've always been real receptive about it and and you know we've had uh some of your guys on our show and we've been on some of your different shows in the past and you know i think uh i think i think that's good that we have that relationship uh mario wants to ask what does everyone's spouses think of your addictions i'll let the scavengers take it over and then uh, we we don't really talk about this on our show chris and tc but um, my wife's a lot more understanding, although it's funny. I wish I would have snapped a picture. I set up my deluxe Mando earlier and my wife is trying to plot how to steal one of the, the baby Yodas out of there. She's like wondering if I'll, if I'll miss it. So oh, I, I would say she's become more understanding of it. And, but I think also in turn, you know, making sure that like, this is just kind of like my thing. There's not a lot of other figures coming mm-hmm. in. I'm not going out on toy runs and, you know, being reasonable for the most part with funds. But uh, yeah, I'd say if anything, she gives me grief for, for playing with my dolls and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, my wife knew that I was a collector from day one when I lived at home um, and my room was filled with action figures. So um, total package, man. Oh yeah. Total package. She, um, he told her that he brought six figures home per month. And- yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> she's like, wait a second. Now, now she's so numb to it. It's not even funny. Like, she'll have to come down here and print something off my computer. And, like, 
I'll ask her, I'll be like, oh, did you see, you know, whatever that was on my desk or, you know, the, the figures behind? And she's like, no, I don't look at anything that <laughs> is or like, you know, I'll have to point out stuff to her. So most of the time I just don't even say anything and she doesn't ask any questions. Dude, you, but, should put, <laughs> you should put like a dirty mag back there one day and see if she <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, well. I would if if I didn't have kids sneaking down oh, here and shit. stuff. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, adult. Yeah, I mean, my wife's pretty cool about it. I I mean, I put a um, limited edition Rogue One print um, in our bedroom. I framed it, put it, mounted everything. She literally said nothing about it. And uh, so I'm like... See how much you still there? there. Keep it's putting them there. on the wall. She let me... I. In the hallway in our bedroom, she gave me uh, this set of five prints of um, five. Uh, it's like Jin Erso, um, Leia, Ahsoka, um, Ray, and uh, I got I framed all these pictures up and put them in our hallway for in our bedroom and stuff. She doesn't even <laughs> care, so I'm like. Dude, when, you, with it. when you've married a guy that's clearly a ten, I guess I <laughs> guess she just counts her blessings. <laughs> yeah, right. She'd be laughing, so she'd be on the floor f- laughing right now. <laughs> oh my god, dude, Chris, yeah, I think, you're uh, worth my guy. Yeah, I think uh, is when we had like the budgeting discussion. When I had my own, like my own funds, I then had to realize that she was going to have her own funds of equaling what -hmm. I would spend on hot toys. So that wasn't the best of things, best of uh, conversations, but, uh, you know, at this point, I think, you know, she's just, she just accepts it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not like she doesn't collect. So it's, it's not like we can, it's not something we do together, but it's just more of like a, a a tolerance. Like definitely a tolerance. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. you married me in front of people. You have right. to deal with this. She I also know, right? saw, yeah, she also saw my room when we were dating, and uh, they did not go over that that well. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, I, but once you got past, once you get past that, it's a uh, sm- somewhat smooth sailing. Manny, what yeah. is? Uh, I know your wife is pretty accepting. What is? Uh, how does it go in your household? Yeah. Um, so for the most part, she will kind of. Um, encourage me to get stuff like she encouraged me to get the halloween four and halloween five figures uh she's also purchased some of some of the figures here in back of me for me um but i guess when it all comes down to it she says if the bills are paid by whatever the hell you want so pretty lucky i guess yeah yeah victoria's the same way i mean i think there's sometimes i do go a little bit overboard um my big thing is Victoria's like, how much did it cost? And I'm like, oh, it's a great price. Like, never, never, yeah. never sell yourself short and tell them the actual price, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, I I do no. buy and sell parts of my collection to fund other parts. So um, sometimes I, I'm funding the collection with the collection. I know that's a thing you guys used to talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I try to maintain the responsibilities we have. Uh, but I think I think lately she's really been enjoying it. We've been getting some cool pieces that my kid likes, the Baby Yoda, the uh, six scale Power Rangers. Uh, and so they, you know, I think I think for better or worse, I think she likes it. I think, you know, with the show, I think we've we've done it for long enough that it's just like a thing that we always know, like, you know, this time I'm doing this or prep work for this or, you know, the different time slots that we have. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, now that we have... Uh, 
the Patreon, so it's not really coming out of my check. I think that's a big plus for her, and um, you know, I, I think uh, I think she enjoys. It. I think she enjoys being an ox and uh, chatting with you guys and seeing when I get roasted, and you know, I think it's fun for her. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think generally speaking, she does uh, like it. <laughs> Um, Eddie says my girlfriend left me. Fuck it though, bro. It's my life. <laughs> what you with one of? Them? Fuck it though, bro. It's your life. Hmm. Um. But yeah. yeah so and I don't um, have anyone to answer to. So yeah, we could just skip Dean. So yeah. Uh, up next. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Rob no, I... says, uh, "What is everyone's most anticipated figure?" I gotta. I gotta think about that Dang. one. I gotta look at my big bad. Dude, Actually, honestly, the, the Sentinel like, SV Miles. 100%. Something that we've already ordered or something that could be has anything. yet to be announced. Oh, that's a good one, too. Best been Han for all, everybody. Probably. That's got to be announced. <clears throat> yeah, maybe announced. Yeah. Ahsoka. Clone Wars. That's what I'm... I was actually thinking about that figure today. I was like, God, I want that figure really bad. Uh, yeah. I want Amanda Ahsoka. Yeah. That's unannounced. I, I something I unannounced. I, I know. I know I could get Chris going by saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, honestly, it might be Rico from Starship Troopers. That's a good figure. Like, it, just because it came out of literally nowhere, and it's, like, something I've always wanted, you know? Because, um, like, there's a lot of Cloud and Final Fantasy figures coming out this year, but, like, I have every version that have come out of, um, you know. Yeah. But I've never had a, uh, a Rico, and it's, like, Dude, I need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like to see Rex. Yeah, Ahsoka and Rex. You know, yeah, they kind well, of. Well, now I'm worried about Rex if my Cody's broken. <laughs> lots of Ahsoka in the chat. Lots of Rex, Padme, Manny. What's your most anticipated? Um, see, I, I mean, I don't mean to sound like that guy, but I pretty much own everything that I want. But I am thinking about picking up the Commander Cody, so I guess maybe that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TC. That figure looks pretty good. Oh yeah, I said Rex. Yeah. Oh you're yeah. also okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Rex Rex and Ahsoka, but if I had to pick one, probably. And he says XX Studios, Godzilla versus Kong, Sean Fierce says Clone Wars Mall. Um I wanted to ask you guys how uh COVID affected your podcasting in twenty twenty and what do you guys think twenty twenty one is gonna hold for your network? I know Brian you know, we're, we're friends on Facebook, so I've followed your personal posts, and you know, I, I know um, COVID has changed a lot of the way that you live your life. I think your office is, you know, you kind of work from home now, and I think a few times on Scavengers, you've said you really felt close to hanging it up a few times in uh, 2020. Um, how have things uh, changed with the pandemic with your network? I don't think it's changed much, because uh, I mean, obviously. Um, like Chris and I are in the same state in Hampshire, but uh, even though we're probably like 40 miles away, you're, it's still like an hour drive. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, Chris and I will still find times even pre COVID to, to meet up like every so often, obviously TC's just outside of Atlanta. So actually this hasn't changed anything for us. And then the ability to have other guests and stuff come on. So I think even if we were, even if we didn't have this, I think Chris and I would have still continued to record mm -hmm. remotely. It's just better for our schedules. I mean, we've yeah. got, 
we've got young kids and stuff but yeah. i think the thing i miss the most is like just doing like the on location stuff i know you guys used to do that a lot with stevens yeah. and um like that's the part i kind of miss is just being out i'd love we've got so many more people in our community now and in new england is you know it's small but still local enough that i think we could get a group of people together i think that would be cool um but yeah, we're just going to keep going. I think it's just it's just natural. I mean, we all kind of have gone through the ringer in the last year. You really wonder, like, is it really worth it to just keep talking about toys here? And mm-hmm. um, I know a bunch of people were giving me grief earlier in the chat, which I don't mind. I embrace it. It's just like all the different collection updates. I can never change my mind. I mean, Chris, TC, you guys know from our, our council chat, like every day it's something else. And I'm, I'm the worst although Chris really is too, but I don't know. Definitely. I think we're just going to keep going. Like the thing is, is like, we just kind of air quotes hit a big milestone on YouTube. But it, like Chris said, like Chris said, at the end of the day, it's, we're not doing this for attention. We're not trying to be the most popular. Uh, I think we're just trying to be helpful, um, you know, be good people in the community. And I don't know if you guys would agree with this or not, but the thing I have enjoyed the most out of this whole journey is just the friendships that I've, I've made. I never would have made, I never would have learned the things that I do. I never mm-hmm. would be collecting the things that I do as a result of it. And, you know, just to even like on family trips to be able to travel. And like, I've had the opportunity to meet some of our listeners like face to face. And then mm-hmm. like, they think it's like a huge deal. And, uh, like, I, I don't like, I don't think it, it is like, I like Chris, we're just two normal guys. TC. I mean, like, yeah. I don't think of us as anything special. Uh, we just happen to talk about collecting. So yeah. it's, uh, I don't know. How about you guys? I mean, you guys yeah. are special. Yeah. You guys are actually real special. So don't, don't ever sell yourself short. Yeah. Uh, OG fan says, uh, SSS one K on the way to hundred K. Uh, Mark says uh, scavengers blown up recently. They're going to have a Netflix series this year. Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, I've met a few people locally in it and you know, you kind of get that vibe that they're uh, real excited and you know, I mean, I, I, uh, think highly of myself, uh, jokingly most of the time, but you know, I, I've I'm met serious. some people and, uh, yeah, well, 100% um, serious. you know, it, it is nice to like meet new people. Like, I mean, at some point when COVID's over, like we hope to get together with like Danny and Eddie and Mario and uh, a bunch of the other guys and do a, a big live show at some point. And, uh, you know, even just within our own network, like b- right before COVID happened, uh, Dylan was planning to come down this year for the award show and, you know, it, it's crazy. You know, we wake up and I have like 30 messages in the Patreon chat from from our patrons that are like just chatting amongst themselves. And uh, it's just crazy that, you know, even with Ox or Scavengers, seeing all the different communities like that we've created, being able to chat. And, you know, I mean, it, it started we started around the same time and it's just crazy to see um, how how things have gone. I mean, We've recorded. We're almost at 150, and I think you guys are. What episode are you guys on right now? 60 order 66. I think the next. Yeah, one. I mean it's just crazy. We put out so much content, and I mean you guys have always pushed us to be uh, better. And you know we've we kind of joke about it, like uh, you know like we'll do one thing, and then you guys do it better. And we're like shit, that was that was really good. We gotta. We, we gotta can't stop your award show. We yeah. we're not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah, you guys do such a great but, job. But I mean, in the beginning, like. <clears throat> Manny used to really keep me going in the beginning when uh, we were doing the second iteration uh, with his DJ Manny podcast. And then both of us kind of fell off on that. And, you know, I, I, I'm the kind of person that does best with like 
a little bit of a competitive push to like keep going. And so, you know, uh, the fact that I, I think if you guys had stopped at one point, you know, maybe there was there's been times where I wanted to as well that I could have probably let it go if there wasn't another people out there doing it because i mean dean and i drive each other freaking crazy <laughs> i mean yeah, there's plenty of times i'm like dude fuck it like <laughs> i'm out of here dude i can't wait to be done with this dude yeah he, but, was, like, uh, <laughs> he was like i can't wait till the show's over so i don't have to see you for another seven days i was like dude we got after dark tomorrow he's like shit <laughs> yeah with covid with us i mean we really <clears throat> expanded during covid because mm-hmm. um you know we, we just thought like hey people are gonna have more time to listen to podcasts and I mean, I think in general, podcasting has really taken off this year. Uh, everyone's at home and you can, you know, put your podcast on your computer, your phone, and uh, maybe not so much a driving wise, but, uh, you know, I think, I think, I think for us, like we, we sat down like day one of COVID in San Antonio and uh, we, we, we thought about new, new shows that we could bring into the network and new topics we wanted to cover and things we wanted to try and, you know, some of those worked really well, some not so much. But I think, I think now, I think we have uh, a pretty good handle on things. And you know, for twenty twenty one, I know I don't really know what our network's big plans are, but uh, you know, I'm excited for for this year. And you know, I do hope things get better because we're we're dying to meet a lot of these uh, <laughs> out of state guys and and start getting back to doing, like you said, those on location stuff. And you know, we used to do them every two or three months, like at Buddies or Stevens, and it's been it's been a while it's been a while and it, it it really sucks so yeah i mean definitely for us last year when you know it hit the fan uh you know we all talked and said you know we're going to just try to be consistent and and continue putting out content through everything just as a um you know, something to get people's minds off, you know, whatever's going on. And, uh, you know, it, and I mean, it, it's sounds kind of boring, but like, that's what we're going to continue to do throughout this year and just try to find more ways to just help collectors and, uh, just have great conversations. And, you know, we're all, we're always looking to see where we can improve and what makes sense for our channel and, and everything. Um, we're hoping to have our, we're going to have a little council, um, state of the union coming up soon with our hey, other admin. We um, did that too. State of the network yeah. is fun. Yeah. So we're going to do that and, you know, just kind of see what, what might be the next step and if there even needs to be another, you know, a next step. Um, but it's just, it's really cool that, you know, we can have that conversation and it's fun to just brainstorm just to see what you know what the possibilities are and i mean but, you, uh, got, you guys yeah. would agree with this too it is a lot of work to put on a show i mean oh, yeah tremendous <laughs> like these don't we don't just show up like we're you know joking earlier um there's a lot of prep work there's yeah. you know coming up with the show notes finding out what you want to talk about um you New know ideas. it is yeah researching the yeah. leaks that you find I mean, it's, yeah. it can be anywhere from Dude. four to seven hours start to finish to do like an hour yeah. podcast, hour yeah. and a half. All the all the hard shit and intricacies of the show, like, it's all Zach. I tell people all the time, if Zach didn't do the show, I wouldn't do it. That's Brian. Like, it's all Brian. Yeah. For our show. <laughs> it's, it's a He's lot of work. 
website. Yeah, uh, but I I do it because I love it. It's if it was ever if it was ever work, I wouldn't do it. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think every like you guys have a good support system. I, we do too. I mean, uh, moderator Mike. We've got uh, Scott from Parker Files that helped us up our our video content and we try to plug him wherever we can he's on our council and we share ideas and stuff obviously roy um you know alfred uh, in the chair in the back cave he does our cover art and i mean he's like t-shirt designs t-shirt designs i mean everybody finds little ways to contribute and at the end of the day it's a it's a team effort and i think you just find out what everybody's really good at and what their strengths are and, and that's how you have like like i said these these things don't just happen and you see it like i don't know i've seen some new shows and stuff start up recently and um like almost people expecting like instant success and it's like do you realize that some of us have been doing this for multiple years and yeah. even before this chris and i did podcasting about star wars and i've been podcasting for about 10 years so it's like you just inherently learn things through experience you don't just show yeah. up like this yeah, you might happen you might see a channel that you know strikes lightning and hits it real good but yeah i mean generally speaking i think most people start a show and you know there may be two or three episodes in and they're like why haven't i hit you know a thousand subs already yeah right that's why, they, zach, they quit. that's why zach not not that i'm calling him a quitter but he quit the, he quit doing the show twice i was like dude you can't i won't yeah, let it you. took a while it took a while but um, we're, we're here and i think we're better for not quitting uh, Mario says Eddie, Danny, and myself are learning all the work that goes into the show. Yeah, when we were doing their show yesterday, uh, Monday, that was yesterday. Whenever we recorded, I don't even know. But they it's were like, there. they realized the intricacies of like the show sheet, the slides, the prep work, going on location, taking the shots, editing the video, then editing the the MP3, and then the uploading everything. And there was a point where Mario was like, okay, so we got everything, and we'll send it to you for the edit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I, we have, like, ten shows. I don't have time to be editing everyone's stuff. Yeah, exactly. I will, uh, I'll show you how to do it, and we can, we can uh, help you if you really need it. But, I mean, you know, it, it, I think they realize yeah. that it's not so much uh, show up and do it, but more, like you said, it does take some amount of time. And uh, I think for them it was really good for um, – really good for them to – to see that, to experience it, and now they're chomping at the bit to get that next episode done. So I think it's, I think it's great. So uh, you guys have always been great to us. You guys are obviously a super positive uh, channel, a super positive podcast. Well, and- I gotta mention one thing too. So I, I dropped the f bomb at the beginning it of the show. It was incredible. So it was. Incredible. So go back to the revelation. So one of the reasons why we act like goody two shoes. It's not necessarily. Well, it is kind of on purpose, but. One of the things that Chris and I set out as one of our golden rules was we each had young kids. If we were to list, listen to a collecting podcast in our car with our kids present, we wouldn't have to turn down any parts or say anything inappropriate to say like, you know, earmuffs. So we've just stuck to it. It's it just kind of like our brand, but that's, well, I, that's mean, I love it. I love it. Well, shit. I'm here for it. Collecting week <laughs> is welcome in my GD. car anytime. Yo, my kid here is way worse than what I see on the show. Guess, so. um, it's funny because my the other day, this other parent was dropping their kid off, and they kind of like told their kid something like, "I'm gonna give you a spanking or whatever," and the kid got all fell apart. And I was like, "Man, Phoebe ain't about that life. She'd be, I'd be telling her stuff, and she'd be laughing at it. <laughs> my grandma whoop your ass, and she'd be like, "No, you're not." Like, okay. <laughs> Sounds bet, like my girls. Bet. Um, Dean, let's thank the Patreonies, the guys, the legends. Yeah, thanks, guys. Ben Porter, Sean Fear, Ian C. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Rene Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinigiri, Lemur Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber. He's new. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crit, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, uh, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Eddie Mendez, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Percha, Sean Yahtzee, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, Stephen Maria Stanley, Lord Voldator, and Eddie Manzanares. I forgot my stupid ham horn again. Jesus, team. I'll just do it now. <laughs> Mario says, Brian, give the late viewers a replay of the F-bomb. Nah, <laughs> he it's, says, it's a one -time uh, this deal. episode deserves more likes. For yeah, if we did it twice, you know, it loses the value, right? Yeah. Uh, Irie mm -hmm. says, we need a six-scale scavenger shirt with the silhouette of Letty's mustache and beard. Andre says, thanks for both of your podcasts. Speaking of Patreonis, this is the... Uh, this is the magnet that they're going to get. The in and outs of collecting magnets. Very cool. The uh, Patreonis. Uh, what are you, you falling apart over there, my guy? What's going on? The fucking gooch grease. <laughs> okay. All right, well, we'll get there. Now, for the crispy oh and God. what a guy tier. Now, uh, it, first off, if you're if you're in the Patreon chat, we've been dropping a link every day for a special thank you gift for supporting us in 2020. Make sure you click that if you want the gift. Uh, but to make this package a little more crispy, for the crispy tier and the what a guy tier exclusive, the Gooch Grease 100% natural ointment sticker is uh, going to be sent in February, <laughs> along with the in and outs of collecting sticker, and uh, yeah, we will uh, send those out to the top tier guys. Uh, Five dollars a month is the Sweet Angel tier. Fifteen is the crispy tier, and what a guy is twenty-five. Uh, we did get Paul Schreiber, uh, Scott Bradley, and Eddie. Uh, Eddie did subscribe to that tier. We sent out the duplicate stickers and uh, Scott. Uh, and Paul will send out your poster in February with uh, the next package. Uh, we do have a mailing address, 5886 Days of All Road, Suite 102, box number 292 in San Antonio, Texas, 78249. If you guys want to send us things to open up on the show, and we do have a Facebook group like The Scavengers. It's Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. Uh, it's the same concept. Uh, we meme a little bit more, but uh, it's a good time. And I think both of our groups are really nice, and they both have their different feels about them. But I think that's what makes our shows great. You get a whole different experience in both groups, and uh, it's good stuff. Uh, we do have some shows on our network, Small Talk, CW Live, <laughs> OFAC Podcast. I was going to say, the Cisco Scavengers are like these like really sweet dads that will nurture you and care for you, and then Ox were like the fucked up drunk uncle. <laughs> we're just basically gonna, <laughs> yeah that's 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 the vibe so <laughs> auction that we're pushing auction to march but uh small talk dylan sent me the mp3 that should be uploaded tomorrow and ofac is going live tomorrow with ian and p and i think steve might be joining uh collecting rarities they recorded on sunday that should be going up next sunday Dude, on the audio feed it was actually a, a great episode great Holy episode shit. if you want to know anything about trains uh it's a Model good episode trains dude Manny creeps are us. I think you said you're going to try to do another episode soon. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Soon. Very soon. soon. Collecting comics. That show uh, is actually going to join small talk. They're going to combine shows into one show under the small oh. talk brand. And uh, they're going to talk uh, comics as a part of small talk. After dark will be live tomorrow at 1030 central standard time and in and outs of collecting uh, for the Patreons. The, uh, the show is going to go live uh, the audio for the Patreons tomorrow, and then for everybody else on Friday for the audio and the video. And uh, that should be dropping in the evening. But it's a great show. Uh, Dean listened to it the other day, and I, I think uh, I think the guys are off to a running start. Dude, so yeah, I was, I was impressed. We have some channels that we want to feature here. Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, 
Uh, and TC, obviously, I think I need to update this. You guys are like at 10 million subs at this point, <laughs> way more than what I have here. Uh, but congratulations, a thousand subs is a big deal, and I know that opens up some new things for your channel, and uh, that's our goal for this year. So hopefully, we'll get there as well. Optical Twenty Williams, a great guy, helped out uh, in and out, get off the ground with some. And he's uh, in the chat, and, and incredibly handsome. What as a well. guy! Optical, yeah. we want you on the next show. So holla at your boy, <laughs> Manny Fett. Finally, man, Dude. you got a you got a channel that I can put in here because before it was like Manny Gonzalez, and there's like sixty four thousand Manny Gonzalez on YouTube. So <laughs> it was very hard to like. I don't think I'm get, sub. Let me. Uh, Dude, and, it's so hard to get those subscriber counts up. Like, Dude. I just. Uh, I am subscribed, so I'm. I was like, I'll be a hundred. <laughs> Dang it, Dean. PJ oh the Paradox son. Nerd and Rogue One Six. But Manny, let's talk about your channel. You put up, uh, I think it's the the new Tots Myers review that you got there uh, this week over there. Yeah, so that one was the latest one, and then um, this Thursday we got the Halloween Five figure coming. Um, it's not just going to be figure reviews; it's like pretty much whatever I want. But I guess a big core of it, the, the core of it, is going to be horror based. So. Yeah, so if you guys like Manny's show, want to support him, check him out, Manny Fett on YouTube. Thank you. uh, he's the, yeah, the man, name the is extremely still... handsome. Uh, you have you have to get uh, uh, you have to get a hundred subscribers to create a custom URL. So the name's going to change. It's a work in progress. So bear with me, Manny. When it changes, let me know. We'll put your URL in the show notes. And Rogue One Six, great guys over there as well. Yeah, uh, thank you. That is it for the show. I just wanted to shout Brian, Chris, and TC out again for uh being here mario marks of the sub to your channel so hopefully you're at 100 now thank uh, you guys yeah. thank you guys thank you guys for showing up manny thanks for being here everyone uh, i'll let you guys get some closing comments in though but uh, 102 yeah big shout out for you guys <laughs> for coming tonight and big shout thank out for everyone in the chat i think we had like 40 45 at one point is our highest concurrent so that was that was pretty cool very cool. So, Zach, I, I somebody mentioned it earlier. We've been talking internally about it. I think there needs to be a sequel at some point. Uh, we probably should do one at some point this year where we guys have you guys over to our channel. I think it'd be cool to do it towards the end of the year when we do like award season. Um, I think it would be good. I think it would be good. I'm down. I will be on my best behavior, and uh, I will try. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm I totally can't make down. Any promises? I am a hundred percent down for a. Uh, a sequel and hopefully yeah. it won't take three years for us to get to dude this. and then part three in person Ooh. oh man that'd be sweet that'd be that that would be pretty dang cool yeah that would be absolutely cool. but no you guys yeah. you guys do great uh yeah. thanks again for the invite i mean it's there's a lot of mutual uh appreciation here um like you said we have we've got a lot of uh viewers and stuff that that cross the lines and hopefully you know vice versa hopefully we've sent some more your way and, and vice versa and just keep doing what you guys are doing i mean there's a lot to be said to have consistency to have a big team and uh you guys are you guys are doing awesome work here keep up the great work yeah such a great variety of shows and content uh really helps spread the gamut of uh you know collecting and that sort of thing so yeah hopefully next time it, once you guys are on our channel, you guys are hitting a thousand subs by then, and uh, you, you know. guys will be there in no time. Yeah, what are yeah, we on? Seven hundred? Uh, almost there. And you guys, you guys gotta remember how lucky you are to have TC on the team. Generational talent. A, a guy like that comes around maybe once every fifty years, right? He is the eye candy. <laughs> no, Chris well, is the eye candy. But I am disappointed that this is going to mark like the first week in like a year and a half that I haven't listened to Collecting Weekly, the episode on the same week that it was released. Because now I've. I'm on the show, so I'm not yeah, going to listen to it. You've lived well, you could still do it. You could still do it. I, mean, I could. Help, help your brothers out. 
Uh, anyways, guys, I am Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Manny. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. I'm TC. And that was way better than the beginning. <laughs> we will catch you on the next episode. Bye.